I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Coffee Break Italian, Season 3, Episode 29. Buongiorno a tutti, benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Marco. Salve a tutti, e io sono Francesca. Avrei dovuto dire... Io sono Marco. Ah, Marco, ti ricordi l'episodio precedente, <ride> le, le, il bonus episodio? Il episode. bonus, sì. Francesca <ride> called me Marco in the middle of the episode and I thought, you know what, I think I should just be called Marco from now on. Sì, infatti da, da quel momento ho continuato a chiamarti Marco in ufficio e ho visto che anche gli altri hanno iniziato sì, a chiamarti Marco. 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 <ride> Suona bene. Allora, Francesca, cosa facciamo oggi? Allora, oggi parliamo di verbi e in particolare di una categoria molto interessante, i verbi pronominali. Molto, molto interessanti questi verbi. Sì, sì, vedremo anche, ma solo velocemente, i verbi fraseologici, ma oh, lasciamo mamma questi mia. per dopo. <laughs> so we're looking at what we could call pronominal verbs. Sì. And these are verbs which have additional bits, they've got additional pronouns that are added to the verbs and very often it changes the meaning of the verb. Sì, esatto. We've seen a lot of them already, but never in a in a formal, focused way. So this episode is really the opportunity to explore this category of verbs a little bit further. And I am sure that ce la faremo. Ah, bravissimo, Mark. Yes, we can do it. <laughs> we'll manage, we'll get by, we'll get through this, and we'll... Stop the chat. Bando alle chance. Diamo inizio alle danze. So, perhaps we should start with that one. I think you chose the perfect verb to introduce i verbi pronominali, il verbo farcela. Yeah. So, fare, we know, to, to do or to make. But when we add the ci and the la mm-hmm. to it, or the ce-la, because we need to change that ci into ce, si. because it's followed by another pronoun, it takes on this different meaning of, of managing to do something, of succeeded in doing something. Sì, si, esatto, esatto. Uh, as you've just said, uh, uh, pronominal verbs uh, always uh, stem, always come from uh, a, a simple, let's say, verb, a normal verb, as it is the case with verb fare, But then they have uh, certain pronouns added to them. And it's very common to find the pronoun la or uh, ci, which changes to ce, uh, si, which changes to se. And the the meaning of the verb changes quite radically in a way. And it takes a completely different meaning or a very specific meaning. I think there's sometimes a little bit of a, uh, what's the word, a... There's no point in trying to identify what the la stands for, because very often the la doesn't really stand for something specifically. I suppose we could think of it la cosa. Si, 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 si. Uh, At times, yes, we want to give a specific meaning to each of them, but I think it's easier to just learn the new verb 
and in a way accepted <laughs> as it is and understood its meaning and when it's used. Yeah. Okay. Just before we look at some other ones, can we just take farcela si? and work out how we would conjugate that? So in the present tense. Okay. So we start from farcela, which is actually the infinitive. Mm-hmm. So we have far dropping the e and then the pronouns che and la attached to it to form the infinitive. But when we conjugate the verb, we have to move the pronouns in front of the verb as a separate entities. Yeah. So we need to detach mm-hmm. the pronouns from the verb. So they're two separate words and we would then make it ce la faccio. Si, si. So I'll manage, I'll get si. through. So we conjugate the verb fare as the normal verb mm-hmm. fare and then we move the pronoun ce and la in front of the verb. So, ce la faccio. Si. Ce la fai. Si. Ce la fa. Si. Ce la facciamo. Si. Ce la fate. Si. Ce la fanno. Perfetto, bravissimo. So, this, I think what you said, just accepting it, okay? And just, if we forget about this ce and la and what they really mean, just think of ce la faccio as I'll manage, ce la fai, you'll manage, and, si. and so on. Si. There's one little thing that we do really need to keep in mind here. And it's that la, uh-huh. because as soon as we go into a compound tense, we've got to really be careful. See, see, because this is like a direct object pronoun. And because it's feminine, we know that it affects the ending of the past participle. So if we want to say, I did it, I succeeded, I made it, then we would say, che, la, Although with the apostrophe would be cello, mm-hmm. l apostrophe o fatta. Yeah. So th- this this is what really confuses me because we've got the sound lo, but it's l apostrophe o, and then fatta, the e of fatta is agreeing with the la, la which has become lo. I know it would be che la o, o fatta, fatta. Yeah. and it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman saying uh, cello fatta mm-hmm. because it's like the uh, yeah, it's the, it's the object that yes, we're talking about. Yes. Even if it were plural, it's you know if, if it's we made uh-huh. it, ce l'abbiamo fatta. Si, it's like we made it, it uh, yeah. in a way. And the it that we're making is a <laughs> feminine. <a> la. La. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so keep that in mind while we look at these other examples of these different pronominal verbs. And again, as Francesca said, just that that idea of kind of accepting. Don't worry too much about what these individual pronouns might mean or what they refer to. If we just accept it and think, I'm just going to throw this in there. Ce la faccio. Si, si, si. They, they all sound very Italian. When you use a pronominal verb, it means that you have really reached a, a good level of Italian. You definitely get bonus points, I think. Si, si, si. Let's look at some more examples then. Okay, alcuni dei, dei verbi pronominali più comuni sono ad esempio entrarci. Hmm, so entrare, we know, to enter. Si. But entrarci doesn't mean to enter there. No, it, it means, means to have something to do. Yeah. And it's very common to hear, ma cosa c'entra questo? Yeah, what has this got to do with it? Uh-huh. Okay, so what, when Francesca's talking about having something to do, it doesn't mean o molto da fare. Mm-hmm. It means that that has got something to do with something else. Sì, sì. Okay, let's move on to another one. Okay, um, some nice ones again. Piantarla di o smetterla di? Okay, so smettere is to stop. Sì. But smetterla di fare qualcosa. 
it means to to stop or to quit doing something, but it comes across as very strong. It's like when you're really annoyed. Oh, okay. Ad esempio, smettila di fare rumore. Okay, stop doing, making noise. Like, I've had enough of this noise. Smettila di fare rumori. Sì, o smettila di mangiare tutti questi cioccolatini. <laughs> That's what you said to me after lunch today. <laughs> the problem was Francesca brought lots of lovely chocolates back from Italy, so we had to eat them. <laughs> so, um, and, and piantarle Piantarla di fare qualcosa di simile. It's very similar and they, they both come across as a little bit stronger. Okay. So, Give us eh, an example with piantarla. Ma piantala di dire queste sciocchezze. Okay, so stop <laughs> saying all these mad things. Sì. Okay, what else? Okay, another one is andarsene. Oh, wow. So we've got two uh, pronouns here and there. We've got se and ne or si and ne. Sì. But... We've heard andarsene many, many times. Uh-huh. In the expression, when you say me ne vado, sì. literally you're kind of saying something like to me or myself of it, go. But again, we're trying to avoid thinking about what all these different bits mean and just think of me ne vado as I am leaving. See, sì. and again, there is this idea of adding a strong kind of nuance to the mm-hmm. meaning. It's not just vado via. But you can say, for example, me ne vado when you've had enough of something yep. or when you are tired. Or you can also use it with someone when you want someone to leave because, for example, they did something wrong. You, you would say vattene. Yeah, that's like, go really away. Strong. Yeah. Do we double the T in vattene? Sì. Now, there's sì, another little sì. change that we have to think sì, about there. Sì. So vattene, and we've seen that when we sì. looked at other, uh, other uh, command forms. So... Remember here, because we're now using in the infinitive the si or the se and darsene, that is kind of like a reflexive pronoun and therefore we need to change that depending on who is doing the going away. Sì, sì, possiamo coniugare mm-hmm. forse andarsene, visto che è molto usato. Sì, certo. Me ne vado. Sì. Te ne vai. Uh, se ne va. Ce ne andiamo. Ve ne andate. Sì, se ne vanno. So, I go away, you go away, he goes away, she goes away, and, and so on. And it's got that idea of I'm out of here, you're out of here, and, and all that kind of thing. Sì, sì. Okay. Poi c'è un verbo pronominale un po', eh, diciamo, eh, colloquiale. Okay. Eh, non molto raffinato, ma molto italiano, che è il verbo fregarsene. <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> it's not very polite, so don't use it uh, too much. Yeah, but... not, not in a job interview or no, something like no, that. No, no, So, fregarsene. So, first of all, the verb fregare on its own. What does that mean? Uh, fregare is to... Um, to brush. Sì, to brush. Yeah? Sì, we could use it as to brush. So, fregarsene. Again, we're not trying to identify what the se and ne is doing. But let's just think of it on its own as fregarsene, to not care at all. To sì. not give two hoots. <laughs> sì, sì. So, Again, this one we need to conjugate, we need to think about the say becoming a, a reflexive pronoun and so on, and it would become me ne frego. 
Yes, which is a very a quintessential Italian <laughs> expression. <laughs> Usually with your hand uh, touching the the, the chin. The chin. <laughs> <laughs> si, Someday we need to do this video <laughs> series, Francesca. We need to si. get the, 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 the video series of, of hand signals in, in Italian, si. definitely. And this also gave birth to a very, uh, to, to a word that, that does exist in Italian, il menefreghismo. Yeah, yeah. so the, the, the concept of not giving a, a toots. Si, si, si. Okay, so menefrego, tenefreghi, and so on. The whole esatto. verb would, would, uh, would conjugate si. um, like it would normally do. Poi andiamo avanti. Avercela con qualcuno. Okay, so avercela con qualcuno. I'm not so familiar with this one. Ad esempio, uh, if I notice that today you're not talking to me, you're mm-hmm. not smiling at me, you're different, mm-hmm. then I, I could ask you, Mark, ma ce l'hai con me oggi? So, uh, are you in a bad mood with me? Sì, sì, sì. Okay, si. so, so ce l'hai con me? Uh-huh. Are you in a bad mood with me? Si. Ce l'ho con te? I'm annoyed with you. Si. That idea. Is there is there an idea of having it in for someone? Sì, si, sì. Si. Okay. Very often, like pupils in school would uh. say, ah, la professoressa ce l'ha sempre con me. Okay. She's always like picking on picking me, on for me. example. Yeah, okay. But that never happens here. So. No, 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 no. <laughs> so that's avercela con qualcuno. We si. need the con, con. in there. Si. Mm-hmm. Uh, mettercela, usually followed by tutta, mettercela tutta. So this is when we we make a huge effort to do something. We do everything possible in order to, to achieve something. Sì, sì. And it's tricky. For me, it's tricky anyway, because we've got to think about the stress here. So it's mettercela. Sì, the stress <laughs> remains on the, on the infinitive as it is uh, without the pronouns. Mettere, mettercela. So it's always on metter. Mettere. Okay, so mettercela tutta. Give us an example of that. Um, per questo esame ce l'ho davvero messa tutta. Okay, so per questo esame, uh, for this exam, ce l'ho, so that's L apostrophe sì. H-O, ce l'ho messo tutta. Okay, attenzione, we have that pronoun la again. Okay, so ignore what I've just said. Ce l'ho messa tutto. And tutta. <laughs> tutta, certo. <laughs> so, sì. yeah, that, that's my mistake there. Don't, don't make the same mistake as me. Um, so we've got mettercela, and it's that la, the, the feminine idea there, that means we need to think about uh-huh. the uh, messa tutta. Sì. Sì, wow. the idea is that I put it all and imagine tutta la mia forza, tutta la mia energia. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, that helps with that one, tutta la mia energia. Okay. Okay, un altro verbo è cavarsela, cavarsela. Right, so this is, uh, it, it's, it kind of means like when you get by si, with si, something, yeah, si. you manage to do something just si. in the war sort of thing. Sì, sì, ad esempio se ti dico, Mark, com'è il tuo giapponese? You could say, <laughs> ah, sì, dai, me la cavo. Me la cavo. I, 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 I don't get by in Japanese before ah, anybody asks sicuro invece <laughs> che te la cavi benissimo. <laughs> so, sono sicuro che te la cavi. I'm <laughs> sure that you get by very well. Si. But this is this really nice way of using these verbs and not worrying about them, just throwing them into the conversation so me la cavo sì. I, I get by if we were using this in like the perfect tense does it change its meaning slightly? Uh, 
ad esempio se parliamo di un colloquio, job mm-hmm. interview, e diciamo come è andato il colloquio? Sì, dai, me la sono cavata. Me la sono cavata. Uh-huh. So, me la sono cavata. Sì. So, we need to think about that here because it is a pronominal. It's using a reflexive uh-huh. and therefore we're using essere. Mm-hmm. So, me la sono cavata. Mm-hmm. I got by. It went okay. Sì, sì, I think sì, I managed sì. to do It's my like best. like I defended myself yeah. well. That's the idea. Okay. So, sì. just a little tricky when it gets into the perfect tense, uh-huh. especially because we've got to think about this um, in uh, with, with essere as well. Sì. E ancora uno forse, abbiamo ancora il tempo per uno. Just in the more. <laughs> Prendersela con qualcuno ah, per right. qualcosa. Okay, so this is when you kind of get offended. Sì. By someone because of something. Sì, sì. Okay. Sì, you are offended. It can have different uh, nuances depending on the situation. You okay. can also like get angry with someone mm-hmm. because... Uh, of something. Give us an example. La mamma se l'è presa con Michele per la situazione. Okay, there's quite a lot in here, Francesca. Sì. <laughs> so la mamma se l'è presa. So sì. let's think about this. That first se is the se of prendersela. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the se that's stuck onto the end of this, sì. which we use in front of the, the verb. Then you said le. Se le presa. Sì, we... so, <laughs> can I ask, is the le l apostrophe e grave? Sì, verb to be. Yeah. Sì. So this is from essere. It's part of our compound tense, part sì. of the, the, it's the auxiliary verb, basically. And it's e because it's just like saying e andata. Lui è andato, or la uh-huh. mamma è andata. Sì. So e comes in there. But mm-hmm. the l apostrophe before that is referring to the la. Sì. Because that la is in there as a preceding direct object, in a sense, sì. we need to make our past participle agree. Perfetto. Se le presa. Aha. Oh. Con chi? Con, con, Michele. con Michele. Okay, so she got angry or annoyed at Michele. Per la situazione. Because of the situation. Okay, sì. Wow. Mamma mia. <laughs> Ti serve una pausa. Ti serve una pausa, ma credo ce l'abbiamo fatta. Sì, ce l'abbiamo quasi fatta, quasi fatta perché okay. mancano ancora i verbi fraseologici. Oh, okay. However, these are not quite as complicated. No, We, we've no, come no. across these many yes. times. It's just really to, to, to mention the, uh, the name and mm-hmm. the, the idea of uh, uh, phraseological verbs, mm-hmm. if you say that in English. <laughs> uh, well, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, it's basically verbs which we already know, like andare, cominciare, finire, stare, uh, which add more information about the action uh, expressed by a verb. So we know... Uh, when it happens. When it happens, yeah. yes. And I suppose one of the key things with this is we need to remember which preposition to esatto, use. Esatto, sì. Yeah. So, for example, to start to do something. Sì, iniziare a fare qualcosa. To stop doing something. Finire di fare qualcosa. Or could we say smettere di fare qualcosa. Smettere di, sì. sì. And to be about to do something. We we have the verb stare, stare Mm -hmm. per fare qualcosa. So, yet a different uh, preposition. We, there's another way to, to say that when you're kind of on the verge of doing something. Sì, una bella espressione. Essere sul punto di. Yeah, so again, a different preposition, but to be on the point of doing something uh-huh. or on the verge sì. of doing something. 
And then we, we saw in the previous episode, uh, obviously, stare plus the gerund. So that's when you're actually doing it. It's si. the, the ongoing action there. Si. So I think the key thing here is, again, we, we've come across these before, uh-huh. but the key thing is just watch that preposition and si. think of it, the preposition going along with the verb. Molto importante, sì. <laughs> Ce l'abbiamo fatta fatta, (laughs) veramente (laughs) questa volta. We'll pause there for a break and then afterwards we're going to be listening to a conversation and you never know, there just might be one or two pronominal verbs in there. Chissà. (laughs) In addition to the podcast version of Coffee Break Italian Season 3, we are also putting together a full course on the Coffee Break Academy, where you'll be able to access bonus materials to help you make even better progress with your Italian. That's right. Not only will you be able to enjoy an ad-free audio version of each lesson, we'll also provide a bonus episode in which we'll go through every detail of the dialogues and a third episode for each lesson in which Francesca will be testing us with some translation challenges based on the lesson topic. Of course, there are comprehensive notes and a video version of each lesson too. Visit coffeebreakitalian.com and follow the links for season three there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Francesca, tell us about the conversation that we're going to listen to now. Okay, this is a conversation between Michael, who is an Erasmus student currently studying Italian in Italy. Che che bello, che fortuna. And uh, he's talking to uh, his... uh, teacher, his professor, his lecturer, uh, because he has some doubts about his progress with Italian, about his knowledge of the language. So I think he needs to be reassured a little bit. <laughs> okay, let's have a listen to this conversation now. Sì, avanti. Buongiorno, professoressa Stefanoni. Salve, Michael. Prego, si accomodi. Scusi il disordine, ma sto per cambiare ufficio e quindi devo sistemare un po' di cose. Non ti preoccupare, eh, non si preoccupi. Mi scusi, eh, non mi sono ancora abituato a dare del lei. Sai, in Gran Bretagna non esiste. Non se la prenda se faccio degli errori. Stai tranquillo, anzi, diamoci del tu, così sarà più facile per te. E poi, in questo modo, mi sento meno vecchia. <ride> oh, grazie mille. Allora, nella tua email mi hai detto che volevi parlarmi di una questione un po' seria. Sì, esatto. In pratica, comincio a pensare di non essere all'altezza della situazione. I corsi sono troppo difficili per me e non ce la faccio a leggere gli autori italiani in lingua originale, come ad esempio Calvino e Zeno. L'altro giorno mi sentivo così triste che quasi ero sul punto di fare le valigie e andarmene. 
Mi dispiace che tu ti senta così. Questo dovrebbe essere un anno speciale per te, un anno che ricorderai con il sorriso per il resto della tua vita. Secondo me tu sei troppo esigente con te stesso. Non puoi continuare ad essere così negativo. Ma è vero, sono un disastro. Ma dai, smettila! Invece sei un ragazzo di grande talento. Non vedi come stai conversando senza problemi proprio adesso? E cosa c'entra? Come cosa c'entra? Significa che hai un'ottima padronanza della lingua e che ce l'hai messa tutta per arrivare fino a qui. A me sembra di parlare quello che la nostra professoressa di italiano in Inghilterra chiamava italiano maccheronico. Ma piantala, ti prego! Piantare? In che senso? <ride> no, no, non devi piantare niente. Eh, piantala in italiano significa smettila. Ah, non conoscevo questa espressione. Che carina! Cercherò di usarla domani durante le lezioni del professor Morsini. Ho come l'impressione che, per qualche motivo, lui ce l'abbia un po' con me. Ma che dici? Proprio ieri parlavo con lui e mi ha detto che te la stai cavando alla grande. Veramente ha detto così? Certo, perché dovrei dirti una bugia? Mi ha anche detto che ha cominciato a darvi delle poesie da leggere e che tu hai fatto un'ottima analisi del testo. Sì, in effetti ho fatto un bel lavoro. Il professore mi ha fatto i complimenti in classe e ovviamente qualcuno mi ha chiamato secchione. Oh, non prendertela, anzi, fregatene, è tutta invidia. Senti, mi sembra che tu non abbia alcun problema. Cerca di avere più fiducia in te stesso e anche di goderti il tuo anno all'estero. Vedrai che te la caverai. Grazie, professoressa. Allora, smetterò di lamentarmi ed inizierò a guardare la vita in modo diverso. Questo mi sembra l'approccio giusto. Non so come ringraziarti o ringraziarla. Dai, aiutami a portare giù queste scatole allora. Certo! Ok, so let's have a little chat about this. Um, hopefully Michael's feeling a little better now. Sicuramente, sì, <laughs> sì, sì. So as we said in this dialogue, uh, we see Michael, who is an Erasmus student, and he's talking to uh, la professoressa Stefanoni. Mm -hmm. So they're in her office, and the office is a little bit untidy because she's about to move to a new one. See, and Michael makes a, let's say, a mistake. It's not really a mistake, but something that happens when learning Italian. He uses the informal way of speaking uh, because he's not used to, to, to the formal one. Yeah. But the, the lecturer is not offended. She tells him not to worry. Um, and I think there's possibly a little element of her which actually quite likes being addressed as to. Yeah. <laughs> it makes her feel younger. Yeah, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then they move on to discussing Michael's situation because he's apparently struggling a little bit with reading Italian authors like Zeno and Calvino, familiar authors yeah. for, for us. Yeah, and I think to the extent, he's worried to the extent that actually he was close to leaving Italy and going back home. I know. Triste, mm. but luckily uh, his lecturer reassures him, saying that he should just enjoy his year abroad and not to be too harsh on, on himself. 
but this doesn't really help Michael. No. He still thinks he's a little bit of a disaster. Yeah. But I think the, the lecturer tries to show him how well he's 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 managing, he's getting by in Italian. Uh-huh, because they're having this conversation in, in Italian, but it doesn't understand what the, the point is. And uh, so the lecturer explains that having a conversation in Italian means that basically he is fluent and he has come a long way to be where he is just now. Yeah. Um, he the, the problem is he is convinced that what he speaks, the Italian that he speaks, is what his Italian teacher back home used to call broken Italian, or which which my grandmother used to call broken dun Italian. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> che carina! <laughs> Uh, la professoressa Stefanoni uh, uses a very Italian expression, piantala, meaning stop it, enough, mm-hmm. uh, which Michael does not understand. He doesn't know it. And he can only think of the verb piantare, which means to plant. So yeah. he cannot see the connection. <laughs> Now, we obviously know what piantare or piantala means because we've we've talked about it in this episode of, of Coffee Break Italian. Unfortunately, Michael hadn't listened to this episode yet. <laughs> Um, however, when uh, Professoressa Stefanoni explains what it means, Michael then has the idea of using it in uh, one of his classes with Professor Morsini sì. uh, because he thinks that he has it in for him. Sì, ma la Professoressa Stefanoni is surprised to hear this because she knows that Professor Morsini is quite happy with Michael's performance in class. This surprises Michael. Uh-huh. He can't quite believe it. But the Professoressa goes on to say that uh, Professor Morsini had said that Michael did a great analysis of a poem. And Michael has to admit that this is actually true uh, because Professor Morsini uh, complimented him and uh, and in class uh, he was even called uh, Secchione, which is the <laughs> Italian for SWAT. SWAT yeah. <laughs> so they come to the conclusion that in the end all is good and that Michael should be more self-confident and just his, enjoy his time abroad. Sì, allora alla fine Michael dice uh, that he will start looking at life differently from now on He thanks his lecturer and she asks him to help her carry some of the boxes to the new office. <laughs> It sounds like a, a, a fair deal si, in, in, si. in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> okay, now that is almost it for this lesson. But of course, as ever, there is time for ancora una cosina. Sì, esatto, Mark. La cosina di oggi è legata al, all'incomprensione che c'è stata tra Michael e la professoressa eh, quando lei ha usato il verbo piantala. Mm-hmm. So she said piantala, meaning stop it right now. Sì. He understood that as meaning planted. Planted. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your cosina? So when a situation like this uh, happens, when there is a misunderstanding, in Italian we would use uh, uh, a Latin expression or oh. some Latin words <laughs> more than a Latin expression. Uh-huh. And we would refer to a situation like this as un qui pro quo. Right. Now, that is interesting because we have the expression, or we use the expression in English, um, quid pro quo, I, sì. I think. I think. Um, but it means slightly different I things know, in English. I know, I noticed that. Um, like when you do something for me and I'll do something for yeah, you. Yeah, some kind sort of, of exchanging yeah. favors. Yeah. Yes. 
But in Italian, it's got a different meaning. Yes, it's more like a, a misunderstanding. Like when in, when in Latin, you would use uh, the pronoun qui, mm -hmm. which is the nominative, uh -huh. instead of the pronoun quo, which is the ablative. <laughs> so, well, well, impressed. <laughs> I've impressed, done my friends. research. <laughs> <laughs> ablative, that is not a word I've heard in a long time since I studied Latin about 100 years ago. Um, so the, there we go. So qui pro quo. Uh -huh. When you, when something is misunderstood, when you say something but someone misunderstands it and thinks something else. Esatto, sì, a misunderstanding basically. Yeah. We would say c'è stato un piccolo qui pro quo. Okay, there has been a little misunderstanding. Uh -huh. Okay, well that is where we are going to finish off for today. Sì, Mark, beh, possiamo dire che ce l'abbiamo fatta. Ce l'abbiamo fatta, ce l'abbiamo messa tutta. <laughs> Bravissimo. <laughs> we, we made all our efforts uh, per. Would we say per capire sì, sì, i sì. verbi pronominali? Sì, sì. Ok. Bravi. Possiamo dire che ce la siamo cavata egregiamente. <laughs> We got there. Yes. Grazie mille, Francesca. Grazie a te, Mark. Grazie a tutti. Alla prossima. Ciao. You have been listening to a Coffee Break Languages production for the Radio Lingua Network. Copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. Recording copyright 2023, Radio Lingua Limited. All rights reserved. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.